Welcome to the Gaining Momentum Podcast with your hosts, Abby and Megan. This is the podcast where we try our best to parent our kids for the world we want them to grow up in and the world we live in now. Hi, Abby. How's it going over there? Good. How's it going where you are? How's the bathroom? Bathroom is pristine, as always, as our <laughs> amazing recording booth. How's uh, uh, You know what? It's looking like maybe you're not in the bathroom today. I, I broke free from the bathroom <laughs> sauna just for this quick mini-sode. Give people a taste of what it sounds like to hear me in another part of my home. Ah, cool. I like it. A little, a little mixing it up, a little diversity. Yeah, that and just being too lazy to set up the bathroom studio. <laughs> yes. I wish I would have known that's what we were doing today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see that infamous potty in the background. People might oh, yeah. recognize it from the Instagram pic <laughs> of our home studios. Yeah, it's like, it's my brand now, I think. It's like <laughs> ducky, po- portable ducky potty that goes Megan on the toilet. is literally into potty humor. Yeah. <laughs> always have been, always will be. <laughs> so guys, this is our first mini-sode, our first mini-episode. We figured we'd give this a try and see how it goes so that there's a little bit of gaining momentum content for you guys every week. And so Megan and I, again, get to hang out kind of one-on-one without our kids around. Yeah, I think that's like, that's a pretty strong pull, isn't it, Abby? Where we're like, <laughs> you know what? I think we need something in those off weeks. Just a little taste. Yeah, just, just <laughs> a little, you know, I just need a moment. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's definitely a lot of that. And it's also just um, coming to realize we're, we were really overwhelmed by the engagement in um, the first few weeks of a really sure. episode one. So we really, I love the way that you just said that about wanting to continue the momentum and, um, you know, we want to just make sure that we're connecting in a consistent way with our growing community. Guys, our community. Means- yeah. You guys are awesome. We, like Megan said, are overwhelmed by the amazing positive response. And we just feel so loved and supported. And we hope you guys are feeling loved and supported because all the love coming at us is coming right back to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Like it is like, it's been, I didn't, I don't know that I was prepared for that um, in starting this journey and starting to build this particular kind of community, but what a pleasant and wonderful um, kind of surprising impact personally to really see. Yeah. That's why we build community, right? To feel seen and to see others and to um, create space to. Yes. And so far from what we've seen guys our gaining momentum community is awesome. We are so honored to be a part of this community with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So last week, I think it was last week now, you know, during this COVID era, I feel like everything (laughs) blends together. But um, uh, at least a couple of days ago, after we aired um, our episode one inaugural episode, we put out some questions on our Instagram story that were aligned with some of the things that Abby and I had been asking one another Mm -hmm. within that first episode. For those of you that have listened, we kind of, we do kind of an interview style discussion. And um, we asked some questions that people seem to be really um, engaged with. So we thought it'd be kind of fun to hear from our community what their responses were to some of those same questions. So we'd love to share like just generally some of the things that we heard from our community around some of those things that Abby and I were talking about in episode one between the two of us. Yeah, that'd be great. 
I think my favorite question that we talked about in that episode was what are parenting superpowers? And that seems to be one that people really engaged with after listening to the episode, which I was really excited about because I've had some great conversations with people in my life now about what our parenting superpowers are, both Mm -hmm. recognizing our own, but also recognizing each other's. And I Mm -hmm. think that's going to be really helpful on the sort of maybe lower days where it feels like you are just getting your butt kicked by parenting and just to have the people in your momentum community there to lift you up. And so I was talking with a group of friends and we were talking about our own superpowers and then we were talking about each other's superpowers. And we're also talking about the superpower of our group and just being able to gain um, gain strength from each other and then also channeling each other's superpowers. Ooh, that's powerful. Yeah. Like I love the way that a superpower can, even you and I in our discussion can be like inspiring, right? When I Mm -hmm. hear you talk about that, I'm like, oh, I wonder if I can kind of um, engage in that particular you know, exercise or skill with my own kids. Exactly. So I think that's been really, really fun. And it's really cool too, to just think about people taking a step back and just recognizing what their superpowers are and that everybody has one. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's why I think I really like the question because we, we do like inherently because of how we're trying to challenge ourselves to be better in this space. Sometimes that can make us be a little bit stuck in where we're trying to do better and we're not doing as much like looking at what we already do really well. Um, so I think it's really important that we take that time, like you said, to reflect and recognize and really like recognize that. And sometimes by framing it as like a superpower, I don't know, somehow we're able to like be forced to reckon with what we are doing well, right? Yes. Cause we are forces of good guys. And we, I mean, I know some days I don't feel it, but now talking to people and engaging with our momentum community, it's there. We all have a superpower. So if you're having a day where you can't remember what yours is, reach out, ask somebody because you have one, you absolutely have at least one. Yeah. Was there anything that came up like as themes of superpowers in some of your discussions, Abby, with people that you were talking to? No, I think that's what was cool. We all see ourselves differently, obviously. So it was interesting, the things that everybody picked as their superpower. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of them were patients. Some of them were being able to just persevere, Mm -hmm. which I thought that was a really good one. Just the ability to be able to keep going. Creativity. Yeah. And just, yeah, consistency. There were so many different things that came up. I really enjoyed that. That's so cool. And I love actually what you said just a few minutes ago or a few seconds ago, about how because like when you said patience there I, I like that's so not a superpower for me that's like a real area that I'm always working on how we can recognize where the superpowers live in our community and then mm-hmm. we can ask for help where we yes. know there's strength right and that's a superpower too asking for help Oh, big time. Knowing where we need support is definitely a superpower. We also had asked our community when we put it out on the gram and just sort of talking in our own community of, of people and of parents, um, what some of those challenges are that they find in their parenting journey, which was something Abby and I talked about. Yeah, Meg. So what did you hear? What did we hear? Um, well, it's funny, like just going on the theme of patience, patience comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. So finding that, um, yeah, just that ability to keep consistently demonstrating patience and regulation, (laughs) especially in this really difficult, unusual time that we've been in. Um, If that was already a challenge, it's certainly extra challenging um, during the pandemic moment that we've been living in. Yeah, we had a lot of folks kind of talk about how like they're challenged by having difficult conversations that are 
they're not sure, they're not confident in how to approach uh, different topics that they know they really want to engage with, but that they're like a little bit nervous about, like we've been talking about all along, you know, getting wrong. Um, um, Which I just want to say, I am happy to hear that that's a challenge because that's kind of what our podcast grew out of. So stick with us guys and maybe we can figure this out together. For sure. It makes us feel like, oh, we weren't totally out to lunch when we thought maybe people need some help with some of these areas of discussion. out to lunch. Remember going out for lunch? Oh, yeah. That was really triggering that I just said that. Now everyone's (laughs) like uh, recoiling in sadness because that was a thing. We'll take a a beat for going out to lunch. One day. One day we'll be able to do it again. The other, another one was, that was sort of a theme um, and it kind of crossed over into like where people have fears about Mm -hmm. what happens for their kids was just like being really chronically worried or scared or challenged by other, the way other people see their kids. Yes. So, um, you know, sit nestled into the like, you know, marginalizing structures that we live within and Uh all of the systemic um, oppression that we live within folks that are of varying identity uh, identities feeling like really challenged and worried about how to ensure that the world doesn't treat their child unfairly. Yeah. Which was moving to hear like in yeah. a really challenging way as well. Absolutely. And then also the hopes were uplifting too, right? Yeah, for sure. Like I think what was really cool about the hope piece is there was lots of consistency across the board. Yes around what people's hopes and dreams are for their children, which I think speaks to universality no matter what. Yeah. Right? No matter and that's who- what I thought was interesting too, yeah. because there wasn't necessarily a theme across superpowers, but we, it seems for the most part, we want, we have the same challenges with our kids. We have the same mm-hmm. hopes. We have the same fears, but we all have different strengths. And so if we can come together to use those strengths, then we can help with the challenges. We can help with, help with the fears and we can create more of the hope that we see. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Beautifully summarized. That was, <laughs> that was really nicely braided. Um, um, yeah. And I, I think like with the hope, like everybody wants their child to feel loved and seen. Mm-hmm. That was across and the board and accepted. And um, also lots of theme around like finding their purpose and their drive and their mm-hmm. place in the world where they can feel full and whole and yes. Um, all of those things that we all need, we know to be well, right? Yes. Um, and, and just knowing that we love them, right? And yes. that we have them. And I think that is a good segue into next week's topic, where we will be talk- gaining momentum on race <laughs> and racism. And so I think hope will come up a lot because I'm going to be talking a lot about the hopes that I have for my son and the fears that I have for him based on his blackness. And I think it will be interesting to revisit maybe some of these questions again, but with the specific lens, maybe not just of parenting, but for our BIPOC community, parenting a child of color. Yeah, I love that idea. Once we are able to have everyone tune into that episode and get a sense of um, how that discussion unfolds, specifically ask for that input. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a cool idea. So look out for that for sure. And I think we wanted to end our mini episode on the cliffhanger that I teased in our first episode. (laughs) Such a cliffhanger. It's like Dallas style who shot JR. I know. I was like, (laughs) Sly Stallone. Wait a minute. Was that Sly? Uh, yeah, Sylvester Stallone's cliffhanger in the movie. Okay. And then like Dallas kind of invented right. like the TV cliffhanger because I think yeah. they ended a season on who shot JR. Who Ewing. shot JR? Of yeah. course. It's like a total, um, you know, super topical reference. 
Yeah. <laughs> We're not even talking Dallas, the reboot. We're talking yeah. Dallas, the OG. You know what? Forget all this. Let's start a Dallas OG podcast. <laughs> Just do a momentum on Dallas. On Dallas, the original. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to Patrick Duffy. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, yes. The cliffhanger about how I knew that Megan had my back. And this will kind of verge into our discussion for our next episode on race. So the story goes, or what happened? I don't know why I'm saying it like that. But <laughs> So Megan and I were teammates, as we just talked about, and that maybe could be a game people can play. How many times we mentioned that we played soccer? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know we're soccer players? Just wanted to put it out there. It's fine. We're legends in our own minds. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Megan and I met as soccer teammates, and we have been teammates in life ever since. Aww, life <laughs> teammates. You're the but, captain. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were on the field one day playing a game. In soccer, for anybody who doesn't play, when you're on defense, you mark another player. So it's your responsibility to kind of make sure that player doesn't get the ball. So that like you call out your check. You call out the player that you're going to mark for that play. I think we were setting up for a free kick. We were on offense. The other team was on defense. Everybody's shutting out their checks. You always do it by number. So it's like, you know, I've got 12. I've got eight. I've got 11. Mm -hmm. I've got the black girl. And we were like record scratch like yeah <laughs> and so I was like uh pardon me and because this woman I guess instead of calling out my number which would make more sense because that's what everybody has done in sports for like the history of time mm -hmm. she decided to just focus on my skin color and so immediately before I even had a chance to fully recognize what had happened Megan had jumped in there and she had my back immediately and called out how messed up that was and I am and you know we pointed out my jersey number 13 because you know that's an easy thing to do and when we called this woman out on it I remember her going well we have one on our team too as though yeah, that's I a reason that. for her to be able to shout out I've got the black one because there's also a black woman on your team so anyways yeah bringing this back to our friendship discussion um yeah Megan was the first person on our team and to immediately jump in like no questions asked just immediately had my back and immediately called that woman out on how inappropriate and wrong her behavior was yeah and I it's interesting because when you told me you wanted to tell this story like it's obviously like very kind of you to recognize that and like take time to reflect on that which I you know like obviously that so lovely and um generous of you to like recognize that um but also I like get really uncomfortable because it's so not heroic you know what I mean like there's nothing extraordinary about that behavior on my end and Except I don't it is extraordinary which is like I wish it wasn't Meg I really yeah. wish it wasn't I wish I had like a million stories of people standing up for me whenever if I was on the receiving end of some sort of injustice based on my skin color but mm -hmm. it is remarkable that doesn't happen all the time and people are just learning now that they have a responsibility to speak out and that was mm -hmm. something that you did on instinct and I appreciate that your instinct was to stand up for your friend and to call out something wrong that was happening. I'm trying to avoid swearing for some reason. That's why yeah. I keep pausing. You don't have to. You don't have to. This is an adult space. <laughs> you can say fuck. You can do it. Well, now um, we're going to have to rate this episode E for explicit. <laughs> um, anyway, I, yeah, I mean, I think that's why our next conversation is going to be such a powerful one and an important one because normalizing that really unremarkable behavior of just being a human being and um 
you know, also pushing through discomfort where we feel like we don't want to like offend people or, you know, our, the humanity of our BIPOC brothers and sisters and non-binary people and community members is far outweighs the comfort of white people. Um, we'll be talking a lot about that and yes. how it relates to parenting as well. Yeah, I think that about does it for our first mini episode, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, everyone. And listen in next week when we talk about gaining momentum on race and racism. Woohoo! <laughs>